Good morning. You're listening to FortDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Scott Sandlin, the executive vice president with Shaw over the residential business. Scott, how you doing? Yeah, fantastic. Happy Thanksgiving to you and Ann and the family. Yeah, this is a good week to do this interview. I want to talk to you about your philanthropic focus for St. Jude, and this is obviously a good week to be talking about giving back. Before we get into that, I introduce you as the leader of Shaw's Residential Business. You're also a multiple-time Ironman, just an all-around athletic stud, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, like I always tell folks, if you saw me towards the end of those things, doing the old man shuffle, I don't think the word athlete would come into your mind, but uh, we get out there. Yeah, I was just with you about a month ago. Uh, we went over to the Nebraska Furniture Mart showroom shift, and you'd just run. Which Ironman was that for you? That was number five, but my back and my hips were telling me maybe that should be re the retirement, uh, maybe five and done, but we'll see. It's allowed me to raise a lot of money for great causes, so as long as I can keep doing that, I don't mind hobbling along. Well, we'll get into more of that in just a minute. First, let me just ask you, how's business right now? It's slowed down as we head into the holidays. It typically does. I was looking this morning knowing we were going to talk. Interestingly enough, our second half is not going to be tremendously lower than our first half from a revenue perspective. And that kind of surprised me just even looking this morning. There's some slowness, and I think most of our customers are telling me that. And I think the other thing is inventories are high. So it's so kind of a combination of less folks coming in, housing slowing up a little bit. And this inventory glut is probably one of the biggest things that's throughout the industry right now. But it's been a better second half than actually I thought it would be. Uh, most people know that a lot of the slowness is uh, being induced by the feds as they raise interest rates to try to beat this inflation issue. And most people that are 100,000 feet and looking down on it are saying, this is probably going to be a V, it's probably going to be short-lived, and there'll be some recovery on the other side. But we are going to have a little bit of softness coming into 23, aren't we? Yeah, I'm fortunate. I go with Tim to the Joint Center for Housing Studies. And, you know, you had Kermit for years before Kermit retired. That was a great guest on your show advising our industry. We were up there a few weeks ago. And the outlook, most feel like the first part of 23, there'll be a downturn. They'll use the R word, the recession word, but that really hits new construction. One person said this, Kemp, that I think really hit home with me. The average mortgage in America in October was $1,000 more than the same mortgage October of 21. I don't think the average consumer is making $1,000 more. Matter of fact, I know they're not. We're still about 4 million homes short. That's a big number. So as inflation starts to subside at whatever point that is, and we listen to a lot of people up at Harvard. I mean, there's a lot of different thoughts about that. But as that subsides, there's a need for housing. And another really interesting thing, I think, especially for our retailers, is all of a sudden the 25 to 44-year-old age group is forming households. And that's a trend that trended negative for almost 15 years. Mm -hmm. And so that is a big opportunity. And the, and the household formations are typically in the older housing stock. Right. So they're going to get in there and fix up those homes. So there's, there's a lot of good demographic data that came out of that meeting. It kind of got me excited about the long-term viability of the specialty retail business. You know, I've got a 28-year-old son, and he just bought a house last week, so uh, he's helping out all he can. Yeah, we need of us to make sure he's got Shaw in there. I'll have to give him a call. <laughs> Let's talk about what's going on with the Shaw team with the St. Jude Memphis weekend. Tell us what's going on there. 
Well, we've been involved in it since 2012. Uh, we've actually had a couple of people that have gone every year, and it's uh, you hit it. It's the St. Jude Memphis Marathon Weekend, and they have close to 20,000 participants that come for one of the largest fundraisers. My memory says it's close to $18 million they raised that weekend. We've got 181 participants going, and great thing about that camp is it's not just Shaw Associates. Uh, love them being there, but it's also customers and suppliers. It has really turned into a great event for us. 181 people participating is a record for us. Now, will all 181 of those run the full length of the marathon? No, 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 no. You can do whatever you want to do. You can go 5K, 10K, half, or full. And we've got people that do a little bit of each. And as I tell them, you're not really judged by which race you do. You kind of you're you're somewhat judged by how much money you raise. So, uh, and I say that in a fun way because if somebody raises a hundred dollars, we want them to be a part of it. Now, you guys have set an aggressive goal. First off, Shaw has been doing this for a long time, and I think over the period of supporting St. Jude, you've raised what around twenty million dollars. But for this year alone, you you've got a target of raising four hundred thousand, right? Yeah, that involves several things. The dream home around the country, which us and our dealers participate in. Our Shaw Cushion program, which so many of our dealers, we've been blessed that they've supported that. And, and that's just growing for us. And the race is part of it. The St. Jude Marathon Weekend is part of that. So we set a goal for $400,000. We raised three twenty-eight, three hundred twenty-eight thousand last year. And Kemp, something I'm so proud of is we have been the largest corporate team at that event going up against the FedExes and the targets of the world and other big companies we with a lot more participants we've been the largest corporate fundraiser the last three years Randy Merritt sent me a note over the weekend telling me he had given and I told him I said we're not gonna let you down we're gonna keep being the top corporate team which is why I'm so thankful to be on here today talking about it so you've got a little bit of gap here I think you're right around 300 you need to raise another 100 before December 3rd where do you go if you want to give to this you can just Google St. Jude Memphis Marathon and, and then look for the teams and go to Shaw. It's listed as Shaw Floors. Anybody that knows me, and most folks, a lot of folks listen to this have my mobile. I can, I'd can i love to talk to them about it. But we also have on, we're going to send to you the link on, have it on your website with the podcast. Try to rally around getting this last $100,000 before December 3rd. Okay. What's the weather outlook for December 3rd? I quit looking at weather. As a runner yourself, I quit looking at weather a long time ago because sometimes that'll convince you not to do it. <laughs> right. But one year we did have it iced out. And one year it was about 75 degrees. A noble thing you guys are doing with Shaw and St. Jude. What a great benefactor, the, the whole St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. This industry is so giving. I, that's one of the things I've loved about my career in this industry is how giving everyone is. But there's a real key to fighting childhood cancer. And anytime you're associated, I think, with, with trying to save the life of a child, it's a positive thing. But that word, there's two key words in that, children and research. 90% of the children are going to be really treated for cancer locally. All the people listening, that's going to happen in their local communities. The most important thing about St. Jude is the research component because they share that research. It's open research. It goes to these local communities. And the reason more children are saved locally, like in Chattanooga Children's Hospital or wherever somebody might live, is because of that research that's done in Memphis. So that's why these dollars are so critical. When I learned that, that's when it really kind of captured my soul. 
I know people give to a lot of stuff, but if they can, uh, whether you're a customer or competitor or supplier or whatever, what Shaw Associate, if you, if you could give a little bit, it sure would help our team. All right, Scott. Well, I appreciate you spending time with us. Again, been talking to Scott Sandlin, Executive Vice President with Shaw, and you've been listening to Kemphar and FloridaLA.net.